a woman saw three old men sitting outside a house. A house. They were they, they were sitting there for quite quite a while. A woman went outside and said, "I saw that you are sitting here for a long, for long. You must be hungry. Please come in and have something to eat." Men ask, "Is is the man of the house at home?" Woman replied, "No." Man replied, "Then we cannot come in." Woman went inside. In the evening, when her husband came, she told him about the people sitting outside and all that what happened. Her husband said, "A wife." Husband said, "Her wife to go and ask those men to come and have some food." Woman went out and said, "My husband in home." He is inviting you all. Please come inside and have food. They replied, "We do not go inside a house together." Woman questioned, "Why?" Then one of those old men explained, pointing to one of his friend. He said, "His name is Wealth. If he goes in, if he goes with you." You, your home will be filled with wealth always. Then, pointing to another old man, he said, "Is success if he goes with you, you always be successful in any endeavor you start." He introduced himself as love. If I go with you, then your home will be filled with love always. Then he said, "Now you go in and discuss with your husband which one of us you want us to come in." Woman went inside and told his husband about what the old man said. Her husband was overjoyed to listen about, and he said, "Let's invite wealth. Let him come and fill our home with wealth." Wife disagreed and said, "No." Why don't we invite success? Then their daughter-in-law was listening to his, this. She came to them and suggested, "Wouldn't it be better if we invite love in our home? Then our home will be filled with love forever." Right. Husband and wife agreed to her advice. Woman again went out and said, "Which one of you is love?" Please come in, be our guest. Love got up and started walking towards house. Just then, other two also got up and started following him. The woman asked, "You said that no, not all can come together. I invite only love. Why are you coming in?" The old man replied, "Listen to this. What the old man replied: If you had invited wealth or success." Then the two have stayed outside, but since you have invited love, wherever he goes, we go with him. Love is a subject of overriding of anything, church. You can have money, you can have wealth, you can have any amount of possession out there. You can be driving any any big cars. 
But all of these church, let me tell you, all of these will never bring joy in your life. Only love. You might have problem. Yes, there are so many problems out there. People, family have problems. But all these problems can be overcome, church. Let me tell you this, can overcome. When you have love, all the other things, the byproduct of the love will never comprehend love, church. John chapter 14, verse 21 to 22. The title of my sermon is, What is Love? It goes on, the Bible says, Those who accept my commandment and obey them are the one who love me. Every commandment, church, and because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas the Iscariot, but the other disciple with the name said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them and we will come and make our home with each other of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I'm telling you is from the Father who sends me. What is love, church? Love, the definition of love is very white here. When you're a, when you're a parent, of course you, you show love to your children. Am I right? When you're a father, you love your, your children. When you're, husband, when you're a married, married, of course, you show love to your wife. I'm taking you somewhere this morning, church. This is, this love you're talking about, not God's love. This is, God created us and put the passion of love for one another this morning. Friends, we, have, we love friends out there. Why we go in fellowship? Because we want to be around, we want to show love with them, church. That's a nature. God has created that kind of uh, uh, instinct in us. But a lot of times there is Christians make mistakes here. We Christians make a lot of mistakes. Out there, there's many, many Christians make a lot of mistakes. We see the word love and we try to, what do you call that, uh, conjure up the feeling in us. That means we try to create that kind of atmosphere or to create that kind of a feeling to, to, to bring this love to others as well. We equate love with warm affection. Am I right? We equate, no, when we have this feeling, that doesn't mean that's a kind of love that we're going to impart in ourselves or someone else's. A love that requires nothing but an emotion. It's emotional. If you, but emotion can easily be imitated. How many know emotional can be easily be imitated? Yes. And now, let me give you an illustration, church. If you go for a funeral and you see a, 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 a dead body in a casket and you see the member of their family and crying because someone, someone, 
someone they love has, has left their lamb. You know, when you see them crying, when you looking at them, they cry, you also begin to cry. Yeah. That's the emotion that you are. That emotion it doesn't last too long. Am I right? The minute you step out of the compound, it's all subside, all gone. Cannot be remembered. That is not the love that I'm talking about, church. I'm talking about the love, that love that's going to be long with us. But there's more to love than emotion, church. The kind of love that Jesus is talking about, of those that love is agape love. John 3.16, I didn't uh, put up the scriptures. I'm sure everybody knows the scriptures so well. Even a blind man can remember. <laughs> you know, you don't remember. John 3.16, God so loved the world, sent his only begotten son into the world, that anyone who believes in him everlasting life. You know, he came not to condemn, he came to yes. give life. You know. So, he said, that is agape love. So, God sent his only begotten son. See, God is in three images, three forms. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Son, Father, and God the Son came out of him and he came into this world to present himself into the world so that every one of us will enjoy his love. The love that is given is, is for everybody, church, is not only defined to a certain kind of category of people. No. It's given to everyone. How do you, def- how do you accept it? How do you acknowledge them, church? What is agape? A love that requires a decision. The decision that you and I must make. It's a love that can be known only for the action in prompt. That means, when you act according to the love church, and you act, you know that you need to love your wife. You need to love your children. You need to love your, the one that Anyone that is put before you, church. Whatever problem they're going through, whatever situation they are in, are you able to overcome them, church? Because the love that you have for one another. Agape is a love that requires work. It's not everything requires work. You know, if you want to love someone, if you want to establish love, you have to work. You cannot simply sit down in one place and hoping that love will just fall in. No, you have to present, you have to portray, you have to be, you have to go out, you have to spend time, spend money, all that. You develop that kind of love, church. You have to work. It is a love that requires us to make a deliberate choice. It is something that does not usually start off with the effect, affection, feeling. It is, it is created. It's created, church. Why should God love us. Did he ever ask her? Because he is a creator. He created you and me. That's why he loves us. Otherwise, there's no reason why he should love us. God made a deliberate choice to love us. The fact of matter is there's nothing much in a human to be loved. No, you can be married for any number of years, church. I'm going to come into that. It's very interesting. If you go back and analyze yourself, where do you actually Start your love, begin your love feed. Where we are born in a sinful nature, and Bible says that God hates sin. 
we have a disobedient nature. I mean, you know that we have a disobedient. Today, you tell him, don't do, you obey. The minute he stepped out, you go and disobey. We are like that. Bible says he hates disobedient. Bible says he hates disobedient. God hates disobedient. But he loves the sinners. But he don't love the sin that you do. Because he's the creator church. Agape compelled God to take the necessary action that would get a safe church. When we love God, we find ways and means to do right. We want to do things that according to the word of God. We want to work right. We want to be obedient. We want to see things, everything fall in place, church. That is agape love. If anything come along with us, we will discard that and we want to walk according to the word of God. This is how we should love God. This love is something that we cannot rely on our emotion. Just because uh, certain people are doing certain things, the emotional, they arouse in us, and then only then we love God. No. Because the thing that require this love is usually things that will go completely against the nature. You can love anybody, but it's so difficult to love God because you cannot see Him in, 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 in real life church. But you can, if you see someone physically, it's easy to communicate, easy to arouse the feeling in us, but not God. But God says, God says, seek me first, seek me first, and He will work with us church this morning. Verse 21 says here, those who accept my commandment and obey them are the one who love me. Now, every word in the Bible is a commandment from God this morning, church. It's commandment from God that we have to follow. If you want to see you grow with God, you have to follow the commandment of God, church. Father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. What a powerful word is this church. When we walk according to the word of God and we follow the commandment of God, God will reveal himself real to us this morning church. That's where the love is built in our, in ourselves. Our character begin to change. Our attitude begin to change. Even our walk begin to change. One day you're walking with two foot. Now you walk with one foot. And that's just uh, out of the story. What is this telling us here this morning? If you ever want to live for Jesus, if you ever want to live for Jesus, you must come to a point in your life where you must make a clear conscience. Decision to love Him, you must come to a place where you, your action will show your love for Him. How do you show that church this morning? How do you show that? Taking time, talking to Him, Taking time, reading the word of God. We have many, we have 24 hours in a, in a day. Seven days a week. You know, can we just take one hour? We can. If you can't even take that one hour, church, I think you have to find ways to means and ask God, God to help you. Verse 24 says, anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. That's very true. When we don't love God, we don't love Christ, 
will never follow his commandment. That's for sure. Will never follow his commandment, church. And remember, my words are not at my own. That is, the word comes from God himself, the Father in heaven who sends the word. What I'm telling you is from the Father who sends me. God represents, Jesus represents the Father who in heaven, and he's bringing the news to us that you, when you obey me, you obey my Father in heaven. What happens if doesn't love God with all? It will manifest itself by inability to actually live for God. You see, when we don't obey God, when we don't go uh, act according to the word of God, when we do deliberately go against the word of God, that will manifest in our self-church. Your character, your attitude, and so on and forth. From there, you know, you, you will tell yourself, I'm a Christian. Are you being one? Are you acting one? Are you reacting one? From there, you know, there are so many Christians out there, church. They claim to be Christians. They claim to know Christ. But they go against the word of God, church. They go against the word of God. It will always show in your Christian walk. It is not something that it cannot be hidden. It cannot be hidden, church. Example. Don't obey God because of work. That means love work more than family. Love work more than God. Love family more than God. There are many things that we can put before God and that become a distraction for loving God church this morning. When we put anything before God this morning church, we are going to be distracted by the enemy. Verse 23 says here, Jesus replied, All who love me will, not, will do what I say. My Father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. This is a promise of God. He says here, when we obey God, God is preparing us. One day when we step into eternity church, there's a mansion for us. You see, when we obey, God will pull us through, God will bring us through church and bring us to a place where we are able to acknowledge, where we are able to see the difference, good and bad, right and wrong church. God wants to dwell in us. God wants to have a choice, a close, intimate relationship with you and me, church, because we are his creator. He has created us in his image. He wants to have intimacy. But this can only come by first loving God with all, your, with all your heart. And through that obeying of Him, and this is done. God starts dwelling in us more and more when we obey His word. Like you see, this is like a wine and a wine. When we are attached together, we're able to bear fruit. This is what He's trying to say here. And we become and we are able to do more things. So what happens when God dwells in us more and more? God, we get closer to God. Knows him, we know Him better. Can do greater things. Live more easily as a Christian. When we know God, we are able to overcome. We can live as a Christian and walk as a Christian and talk like a Christian. Behave like a Christian. Fellowship with God and the revelation of God are depend on love church this morning. 
ability to live for God in depend on love and love is depend, dependent on obedience. There must be an action in agape. The more we obey God, the more we understand Him. The more we obey God, the easier it is to live right for Him, church. The more we obey, the more we obey, the more we are able to do, understand, and we're able to walk with Him. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. And you must love the Lord your God. This is a very profound scripture. And he says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. How much more we love God, church? With all your heart? Or a little bit? With all your soul? The soul that is breathed into us is the Spirit of God. The mind and strength, not a bit, it's a lot. He expect more than a bit, church. He wants you to give everything to him. See, when we give everything to him, church, only then you can see the, the transformation in our life as a Christian church. We cannot be giving little bit here, little bit there, and little bit there. It doesn't work. Whether you give everything or you don't give. That's what the Bible says. You give everything. The all part of the scripture is that part the Christian does not really like. Many have made decision to love God, but they don't love with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their strength. If only love with Him a bit, it's so difficult to obey God, church. A partial love will not only give a partial Christian work. It totally doesn't make any sense. I just spoke about loving God, God loving your church. Now I'm going to speak about real love. I'm talking about generally about men and women who love one another. Life is not a bit, uh, is not a bit of process. Let me tell you this. If you're married, Life is not a bit of process. If you, are, if you are married for any number of years, you will know what I'm trying to talk, say, church. Love at the first sight. You know, many people, many couples, many of them, you know, including me, when we meet our spouse for the first time, you know, there's a, there's, there's a kind of feeling aroused, that kind of feeling that you, you develop in, uh, in yourself. When you meet, this is what actually happened. That's why you don't even know. You know, all these things arouse in, within your emotional feeling comes up. You know, you begin to, you want to get to know the person very well. And any time of the day is a good time, church. You know, when you first, uh, you know, I'm, you know what I'm trying to say here. If you met your wife for the first time, now you see your wife. That time it could be your girlfriend. When you meet, any time is a good time. Even in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, it's a good time to go meet. That is love. That is the emotional love that you have developed. You know, nowadays, there are so many uh, youth out there, when they see the woman, uh, when they see the girl, they, they already fall, uh, kind of the emotional feeling aroused in them. You know? But that is a puppy love church. 
today you friend them, you, you begin a kind of feeling, tomorrow another person, this keep going on, until one day you settle down. A time is good for a time is good when there is is good. You know. You are prepared to do anything for your date. You know, anything. Because this is you are talking about real life. You know, you have to create, you have to establish something here. You are willing to walk any distance just to meet. You know, during my time we don't even have a car. You know, you see my wife sitting there. We don't even have a car. We have to take a public transport to go and meet. You know, I think uh, Dennis cycle. That's why he cycle. You know, I have to walk. You know, uh, take a public transport, walk and go and uh, you know meet my spouse and walk back. You know, this is how we establish. You know, but nowadays they are no more like that. Really. Nowadays the younger girls, uh, young men, young women, all they ask you, you must have a car. Car, never mind. What kind of car you drive is another. The car is another normal subject, you know. Is what kind of car you drive? What brand do you drive? Only then they want to date you. Things begin to change, church. It is, all this is no more love. It is all this to become a materialistic, a materialism uh, faction, you know. You know, when we marriage is like that. All marriages uh, start, begin, starts with good, start with wonderful, because you establish that kind of feeling, you establish that kind of uh, relationship, you want to uh, stay along, you know. You know, the Bible says this, the enemy comes to steal our relationship. You know, many marriages there, when they're married, after for a while, for a certain time and period, they are okay. But later on, they have problem. You know, this is not in the Bible. This is actually is a true. It is, what is happening out there is true. Church, before marriage, he talks, and she listens. During the honeymoon, she talks, he listens. Later, both talks, the neighbor listens. But it's not joke, you know, it sounds joke. It sounds joke, it sounds funny. But it's true, church. It is very true. Many, many times, uh, the marriage starts begin to, uh, it starts very well in the beginning. But later on, the love that they have for one another, one another it deteriorates slow and slowly. Because the reason why I analyze this church, the selfish desire capture the heart of individualism. They want to do things what they did before their marriage. They will promise heaven. They will tell, I can bring down the moon from the sky and give it to you. The moon never came down. <laughs> that kind of promises they will do. I'm one of those, let me tell you, because that's why I'm preaching the sermon church this morning. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exempted, huh? What happened after marriage, many years later? Months separate, things change attitude towards marriage, take things for granted, love uh, begin to deteriorate, there's no more, more feeling for one another, no affection, take things for granted. You know, there's no more feeling for one another. 
But Jesus himself, Jesus our Lord, our God, is not like that. But why do we allow, why all, why all these things happen, church? Because we allow things to happen. The enemy wants to destroy every, every establishment which God established in the beginning of time. When, if you go back in the beginning of time, in the Garden of Eden, when God places Adam and Eve in the garden, he's established the union between man and woman. Whenever God established this uh, establishment, the devil wants to destroy every establishment built by God. He's not interested to let these things pursue church. Things change attitude towards marriage. The love begins to deteriorate. There's no more feeling for one another. The affection ends. Take things for granted. You take your spouse for granted, there's no more holding hands, you know. This is real life, let me tell you this. I have been praying for people. I know a girl, lady who are in a prayer group. You know, when I pray for people, I always find out what kind of background they come from. They're married, they have children. Initially, they were very good, but now they don't even sleep together in the room. Why? Whenever God established a union, a marriage union, a covenant, the enemy likes to bring it, to destroy it. That is the work of the enemy church, let me tell you this. So, you take, we take our spouse for granted. We still happens, but we can always overcome them, church. We take things for granted. There's no more before you get married to her, the woman that you love, you can be holding hand and walking with her. You know, you don't want to let her go. You hold her, you hold her, you hold her until she goes back home. But five years, six years, seven years, eight years, ten years down the road, you'll be walking five meters away from her. She'll be five meters away behind. Where the affection has gone to? There's no more feeling. We take things for granted. We walk not according to the word of God. We, we are selfish. We become very selfish. We want to go back from where we came from, church. We want to go back to meet our old friends. You know, all this happens before marriage. When you are married to someone, church, even your bank account become one. There's still there's people still practice separate accounts. What is yours is yours. What is mine is mine. We cannot share. So the minute you have this in your mind, the devil will come intervene. Don't let this happen, church. If you have two separate accounts, bring it to one. That's what God said. And God will never allow separation to happen unless someone of you have done something wrong based on the word of God. Only then. Only that to a part church. Even if, as long we live, as long we breathe church, God, we are married to our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that. He, he doesn't want us to have commit adultery. What I mean is, not physical adultery, I'm talking about 
believing any other God than except him church this morning. No. If you are married, that means you become one. Your friends, you leave your friends. Friends are important. Friends are good to have because sometimes you need to fellowship. Don't fellowship all the while until you don't go back home. You know, you have to come back, church. You have to come back where you drop. If you only love a bit, how are we going to revive our spirit, church? How are we going to revive our affection for one another? Jesus spoke about the first love. When you first accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are so excited like any one of us here, church. Am I right now? When you accept Jesus, like you first met your spouse, you're so excited, isn't it? You don't care. You want to go out and meet that woman. You, you want to meet the woman. In material, like why, that's right. When you first accepted Jesus, you, you come down and you bow your heads and you confess and say, Lord, come into my heart. Come into my heart. I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Walk with me all the days of my life. And we ask God, what happened to that word that you, you speak? All this has got a, eventually it deteriorates church. You want to display, you see, when we accept God, you want to display all the good things. You know, when you accept Jesus and you are so excited, what do you do? You go and witness to people, you say, God, Jesus touched me and saved me. It delivered me from what from my alcoholism, my smoking, my habit. You want to experience, you have experienced the, the love of God in yourself and you want to portray that love to people. Like what you did in the beginning when you met your spouse. Let me tell you, church, this all this it can be way off. All this can be disappeared if you don't continue to do what you have been doing, church. Now, when I got saved, we are so excited. You know, I, you know, all of you know that I come from a Catholic background. You know, we never had a chance to uh, speak how what you're doing now. Now, when we came and accepted Jesus into our heart, you know, we gave our life, you know, what we did, all the world we did. You no, know, we were doing what the church was doing. We, we imitate what the church was doing. We go for outreach, we come to the church and we clean the church, we sweep the floor, vacuum the floor, wash the toilet, you know, this is how we, we build our affection with God. You know, we want to do everything that we can. Like you are married to your, your spouse and you want to do, you have to uh, be together with your spouse and clean the house, you know. These are the things that you, give, you have to give your hands to your spouse. Like why church? This is the fact, this is the real story, that this is how real life church. There's nothing that became hidden. You want to come, no, you, you take time to come for morning prayer. You do your Bible studies. You know, these are the experience I'm talking about. You want to do, uh, you want to get involved and you want to do things right. You want to serve people, you want to help others. As long as you're there, you want to help whatever problem the others are going through. Because the love of Christ is in you. So you want to portray 
the same love what God has given, imparted in us, and we want to portray that love to others as well. If God can love us, why not? Why can't we love God? Uh, why can't we love others as well? Basically, we want to do everything, church. We want to demonstrate. We actually we are married to our God, Lord Jesus Christ. He's our bride. The secret, you know, there's a secret behind the relationship. How do you overcome them, church? You know, everybody, every one of us here, we make mistakes. How many of us here never make mistakes? Don't carry up your hands. Talk to yourself. Every one of us make mistakes. We make mistakes with our spouse. We make mistakes with uh, the people around us. The secret word is sorry. There's nothing secret about it. All you need to tell is sorry, acknowledge you're wrong, and repent. That's all. Likewise, when we do wrong, church, when we commit wrong before our Lord Jesus Christ, all we need to do is come, Lord, forgive me. This is what I've done. I want you to forgive me. There's a God, there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. How many times that God will forgive us? Seven times, 77 times. There's no limitations that he will keep forget, forgiving us. That doesn't mean that you must take it for granted and keep doing back. No. Secondly, I want to preach about how do we lose our first love church? In Revelation chapter 2, verse 14, uh, 4 says that, Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. You know, marriages, honeymoon are over. The honeymoon are only for a certain period of time. Reality kicks in. You have to run your life according to uh, day to day. You neglect your love with all your heart. When we think as doesn't go away, we begin to lose heart, church. This happens. When we want to do right and we think we see things are not go uh, doesn't go according to the way that we want things to go, and we lose heart to, for God. And you work very hard, and you see you want to feed the family, and you always get into the mess of trouble. You know, you don't meet you don't meet your needs, and you lose heart. This is a bundle of problem, where outside people are facing. It began a long time. You see, many times you overcome a lot of miracles happen in your life. So number of years pass, you don't see miracles happen anymore. And then you question God, God, are you still existence? Are you still there? Sometimes God allows things to happen. Sometimes God will allow, allow you things to go through so that you, God wants to renew our faith in Him, church. Our faith is always tested by things doesn't happen. He wants to see you and me how faithful we are with him. You know, there are a lot of Christians here I know we are praying for who are they're sick, they're infected with cancer. You know, the, the people that I'm praying for, there are hundreds over of them I'm praying for. Recently, not too long ago, there's one woman in India she has been treated, she, she flew them to uh, Turkey. She's a Hindu, 
uh, the husband, I spoke to the husband, uh, she was a Hindu, and she was uh, in a bed, was being treated for one year. She never got up of it. The minute we got her, we managed to reach to them. Two days later, she passed off. There's so many of them were infected with cancer. Liver, pancreas, kidney, name it, they got it. But when we pray for them, church, we tell them, you need to believe God that God can do a miracle. And I know my God is able to do that because the Bible has revealed many, many scriptures in the Bible and they have touched and God, everyone got healed. Because of the faith they have on the living God. The same very God we present to these people that we are praying for. And the same very God that we present to them, we tell them you need to believe that this God I'm talking about can heal you from any kind of sickness. I have the faith that I know, but but end of the day, he is a great healer. If he wants to heal, he will heal. If he doesn't heal, he doesn't heal. I don't know. I cannot complain that. But when they don't get healed, the problem comes, they doubt God, that your God doesn't heal me. This is how they lose heart for God, church. They can lose heart for God. Many families out there, they work very hard to bring resources, to bring, uh, uh, bring food to the table. You know, during the pandemic, two years, you know, six months we were, many of them are struggling. Many of them lost their job. Many of them lost their member of their family. Literally, they passed into eternity. If we go and witness to them, you think they want to believe? Which God are you talking about? Which God are you talking about? You know, two days back we were praying for this lady. Two, three days ago. I was praying for this lady. We went to, I went to the center. This woman has infected breast cancer. They removed one of the breasts. And this cancer is infected. It is spread to a different part of the body. Every part of the body. Liver, lungs and all that. And I told her, let me pray for you. She's a Buddhist She's a Buddhist believer. We pray for her. I tell her, she was in tears. She was crying. Her daughter was crying. Hoping that the God would touch her and bring, uh, bring her to remembrance. But whether God heal or don't heal, but I want to see her get safe. After praying, she left. Two days, yesterday, the, uh, the girl by the name of Victoria called me and told me, Pastor, you know the woman that we are praying for? They went back to Penang. They want to go and see a Bomo. You see, the problem here is they want instant recovery church. But our, we have a great God in heaven who can heal people, who can heal the sick. They can heal the, the, the people who are infected with all kinds of disease. Because he's a true living God church. The Bible reveals that. But the issue here is they are going back to a BOMO, which also they're calling the spirit to bring healing upon their body. Which God are you talking about? We have to be very careful, church. God knows the heart of the person we are praying for. The Bible says in Jeremiah that our heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? 
Only God knows what you think. We have to rededicate ourselves to God, church. Restart whatever you did before, when you did first. Even for the marriage, for the matter. If you are now finding it so difficult, you cannot reconcile or you cannot uh, recomprehend whatever you do. You go back to your first. You go back where you start from, church. I tell you, God can reinstate. God can reinstate back what you what you left. God can re. Uh, Rejuvenate your love once again, church. Let me tell you this. I'm going to close church this evening, this afternoon, morning rather. Do you still love Jesus the same way you love him the first time? The question is this. Do you love him? Receiving him in your heart after going through what you went through, church. We will still go through what we are going through. That we are not exempted from all of this. We are not exempted. But we will continue to fight. We will continue to do what God asks us to do. God will walk with us. You know, when you have, a, when you have faith like, like, a, uh, uh, like a master seed, master seed is very small. But if you have a faith like the size of a master seed, and you cause the mountain to move, the mountain can move. This is what... What the Bible is saying is, there's a, there's a lot of distraction before you uh, in your faith. You have to tell God, God, help me to move that mountain. I want to have faith in you in everything that I do. I want to put you first in my life. I want to walk before you. I want you to walk, I want you to walk before me, church, this morning. God can do that. Let's believe God together. Let's help each other. Let's talk to one another. Wherever you have left, God is able to help you church this morning. Can I have your head bow and eyes closed this morning, church?